0: what's up everybody this is podcast game Overse episode 146 for saturday june 17 2023 i am wasabi ice cream joined as always by rick what's up
1: yeah what's up everybody it's rick i'm here wasabi's here and we're here to talk about video games yeah let's uh, start we always start man tell the people what you've been playing yeah yeah Diablo, IV. Yes, I still haven't picked it up yet. I'm going to one day. I will buy it eventually when like all the other shit I'm doing around the house is like done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I know. Like I, I made this joke before. Like once I play, once I get it, it's like that's it. That's gonna be my life for however long.
0: Yeah, it's. I I know you're a recovering Diablo addict. So I'm going to try not oh, I to say
1: recovering. I'm just taking a break from Diablo. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even say recovering. I am an addict. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. Yeah. But t- tell me, tell me about it. Like you're still playing it. So there's something, doing something right. If you're still playing it.
0: I'm I'm actually not. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, I'm, t- I'm taking a back seat for now. I'm putting it on hold okay. until until they put out some 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 update. First of all, the game's incredible. The game's absolutely yeah. incredible. I streamed the entirety of the campaign on Twitch and on YouTube. It's all on there if you want to like just watch it for the campaign. I tried to only stream the campaign and then if I was doing something other than the campaign, I just did that on my own time, but the streams are all the campaign, so that's all on the YouTube. And dude, the campaign the campaign is fucking incredible, dude. It's incredible. Is it really? Yes. Really. It is huh. incredible. The story, the the atmosphere, the music, the characters, the dialogue, the voice acting. It's all so fucking good, dude. It's so good.
1: Uh as someone who has like I'm sure like hundreds of hours in diablo 3 i couldn't tell you dick about the campaign dude like yeah
0: so that's the other thing yeah so i've played i played i played through diablo 3 that was my first diablo and playing through the campaign of this makes me want to actually get into all the lore now because there's there's characters that yeah there's there's stuff happening obviously it's diablo 4 so they're continuing on a thing that's been happening some characters return uh they make references to things that happen and it makes me very very interested in the the story of previous games in a way that when i played diablo 3 i didn't give a fuck about for that it was just like a loot game i was like fuck the story yeah But this I'm like super invested. It was it's really, it's really good. So um even the the side quests, even the even the like they have very good reasons to make you interested in just the reasons being just oh go just go go out and just kill these demons and werewolves and vampires and shit. But they give you good reasons to do that, even in the side in the side quests. It's like really good. Yeah. Every everything is voice, absolutely everything is voice acted, even even the the side quests. So, and it's just a lot nice of it. Boat. There's so much of it. There's so much content. You just get a huge open world map, and you can just wander around and just do shit. There's just shit everywhere. It's like a light MMO almost, because there's just players yeah, everywhere.
1: That's what I really want to get into with it, because like as someone who didn't get into ARPGs until like Diablo 3, like Diablo 3 was like the first like ARPG like I really, really got into. Right. And after that, I started going back to like Diablo 2. And that's when I got into like Grim Dawn and, you know, all these other games. And I noticed there's like this this stigma around them that they're they're built almost cheap you know what i mean like none of them are like voice acted graphically speaking they're like passable there's never been like a true like solid like triple a quote-unquote like attempt at them that i've seen to like you know really put them on par with like other games you can pick up off the shelf but diablo 4 seems to be doing that you know it's like no, this is like a triple a game it's not just an arpg this is a game a full AAA game that even ARPG fans might might be able to get that even people who aren't ARPG fans might be able to get into.
0: Yeah. And um, even the even the cutscenes are the cutscenes are like directed in a in such a way that the camera pans around cinematically, even though you've got this traditional over the head shot you get with these types of games. It stays on that in the in some of the cutscenes. It stays on that, but then it just pans around while the characters are talking in this almost like Tarantino esque type of shit. Whereas like a dude in the rafters that's like got the camera, and it's just it's it's really cool. Just cinematic direction that this game has at times, and then when it cuts into like the full full cinematic cutscenes, those shits are directed so fucking well, dude. Oh yeah, that's something
1: they've always done well. Like they're they're like full motion, not full motion video. What am I saying? They're uh, like pre-rendered cutscenes are like incredible.
0: They're rendered at well. There's an option in the in the settings where you could just force it those scenes to run at 30 fps. the The only time where my performance dips below 60 is in those cutscenes which yeah. I don't know why if they're pre-rendered it's not like the engine has to work to render this stuff, but I think I think it is rendered in engine just at a, such a like a much higher resolution and quality. but those shits <laughs> those shits are great. So like the game's great. I'll say that now here's here's the problem.
1: <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> oh, so shit you have some,
0: go. some problems here, okay you
1: got some, you got some beef, okay.
0: The sorcerer might be, yeah, might be like playing the game on hard mode. The sorcerer class is, oh yeah, fucking. I don't want to say it's dog shit, but it takes the sorcerer class takes a lot of work, a lot of f- work to get it to a viable as a solo player. You got to work. You either got to follow the build guides, which is only like one or two viable builds that everyone's using. That's what I hate about these games. Sometimes it seems like if you're not playing the meta, then you're not, you're not getting it done. And someone like me who doesn't like playing the fucking meta, I just like going in and like developing my own character and just seeing how things work. Uh, I get, oh, yeah. I get fucked dude. <laughs> I get fucked. Yeah,
1: Diablo Three is like you can get through the campaign just fine, but if you want to do like the end game run riffs, like yeah, you gotta like follow the meta.
0: This game and... is this game is extremely difficult. Dark Souls at times where they give you this dodge mechanic. The dodge is on a cooldown. You can increase how many times you can dodge. Like sometimes your boots will have a uh, an enchantment on it that be like, hey, you get one extra dodge. But it's on a cooldown, so you can't rely on it to get you out of danger. For the Sorcerer, I don't know. I haven't tried the other classes yet. But for the Sorcerer, you get some movement abilities. Those are also on a cooldown. You get a um, a barrier ability that lasts, I don't know, like 10 to 12 seconds. It's also on a cooldown. So what I'm saying is there's not there's not a reliable way. If you're solo, at least, there's no reliable way to... Mitigate damage. So... Yeah. um, There's also not a reliable way to get your resource back. Your basic... As a sorcerer again. Your basic spell. Your level one spell. The one... Like your first resource using spell. You can get three casts of it before you run out of mana. Three. Three casts. And so you're like... It's just not... It just doesn't feel... It just doesn't feel great, at least for the first like 50 levels. <laughs> until oh, you until you like get like it's very heavily based on you really gotta build your shit out in terms of your gear, and you're not gonna get good gear until you find what the fuck you're looking for. So there's for the sorcerer, there's this thing called lucky hit. I'm going to really get some deep into some shit here. One of the game's problems is that it doesn't explain very well any of its mechanics. So, on the skill tree, you keep seeing this thing called Lucky Hit. Lucky Hit, 50%. 50%, Lucky Hit, 30 12%. And I didn't pay any attention to it. I was like, oh, it must just be like I have a 12% chance of this happening or whatever, whatever. But... Lucky hit is like a chance on a chance of a chance. You ever seen that like dumb and dumber meme where it's like, so there's a chance. This is like, so there's a chance of a chance of a chance of this happening. And it's some fucking insane shit because all of your shit, like all of the good shit for the sorcerer is based on this lucky hit thing that he never explained. I had to go outside the game and look up a bunch of shit just to figure out what's happening. And what it is is that when you hit something, anytime you hit something, there's a chance that it's a lucky hit. And when you when you get a lucky hit, there's a chance. There's another chance on that chance oh, that a thing in your skill tree can occur. Whatever anything that triggers off of lucky chance, any of those things can trigger. So one of those things is like, hey. Remember how I said there's a cooldown on everything? Well, there's a lucky hit chance that resets your cooldown when you hit something that triggers a lucky chance. But it's not just that, though. There's also lucky chance and critical strike chance. And sometimes both of those are intertwined. So not only do you have to get a lucky hit, you also have to get a critical hit. And, you know, your critical hit also has a chance of happening. And the lucky hit has a chance of happening, and then on top of that, there's a chance that this chance of chance shit happens. And I'm like, this is bu- this is fucking crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Like there's no, it's so unreliable. Some of the like core shit that my my cla- my build is is based around, all is all based around this lucky hit shit. And I'm like, that's that's where I got frustrated, basically, where I, I finally realized that none of my shit is really reliable. Because it's all based on a chance of a chance of a chance. And it's just not, it's not fun. It's not, it's not, it had me thinking like, I'm going to change this class, dude. I can't play this class anymore. So that's, that's where I'm at with this game right now. Where it's, um, uh, I was playing on world tier one, by the way, like the first, the easy mode world tier. Uh, I unlocked the Nightmare difficulty, but to do that, you have to go through, I had Hamtaro help me out you have to do this fucking dungeon that is just absolutely insane insane I rage quit, I was streaming it and I rage quit at the end of the stream, cause the boss just
1: oh Jesus,
0: yeah, it was just it was just like bad, it was bad and then, yeah, so I, yeah, there, there's things in this game that just don't, or just not uh, just or not, this doesn't make sense. The sorcerer class just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense. Like there, it has the potential to be really fucking good, and there's equipment that you can get that boosts your lucky hit chance. But I don't have any of that fucking equipment, and to get that equipment, I have to crank the world tier, and I don't know, just get all these like random fucking drops for the chance that I'll have the thing that. For the build that I'm trying to go towards but out of out of all of the equipment I've got I'm like level 52 now which is where your are like your paragon shit starts yeah. uh, I only have t- two pieces of equipment that boost my lucky hit chance and I have one piece of equipment that boosts my critical hit chance and my entire build is focused around this lucky hit and critical hit shit and I just don't have the equipment to support it And I don't have the gold to support, you know, like uh upgrading the the stats or whatever. Like I just don't have the I don't have the I don't have anything. So I just have to it's like super fucking, you know, I gotta play the the loot game now of Yeah. It's just so that's where I got frustrated. So that's where that's that is where I'm I'm at with the game right now. I figured I would just not play it anymore (laughs) until (laughs) They put out some updates to maybe address some of that stuff. They did a little, like, fireside chat stream that said, yeah, we're going to focus on, yeah, we're going to see the resource gain rates or whatever and stuff. It sounded like they're going to do some stuff here towards the first season, which hasn't started yet. Um, So, yeah. Well, That'd be
1: cool. I'm just like... That, that, that's unfortunate. That's a big part of like the game. I think is like the end game and a lot of that stuff, but you shouldn't have to be dealing with that through like the main campaign. I think.
0: Yeah. The, the problem is, well, you don't really have to do it. The main campaign, You, I just said it the world tier one because tier two is just I, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't like once I got to a certain level, none of my gear was good enough to support my my class or my my build, the build that I was going for. So I just had to, like, crank it down. I had to crank down the difficulty. But for, for the sake of the campaign, you can do the whole campaign on World Tier 1, but they force you to increase it to Tier 3. You have to play on Nightmare to get to do any anything after you finish a campaign. So that, and I just, I can't fucking do that. So <laughs> not solo. And the problem is there's no, they don't have a, it's, uh, They had they've created this MMO like system where there's a tons of other players that you can interact with, but there's no way to um, there's no like what's it called like there's no finder like if you want to do a dungeon it uh, there's no like party finder so you can't really party with other people unless you. I don't know, like going to the city, and you're like, "Hey, does anyone want to help me with this fucking dungeon?" And no one like does that either. Like, no one's chatting. It's like this, like it's like an MMO light but where no one's interacting with each other. It's it's really weird. So, like all the <laughs> all the all the community features just aren't just seem hollow, almost to the point where you know it's it's you, you're required to play online. You can't pause the game at all you can't do anything like when the servers go down you're fucked and it's a bummer because all the the stuff that they're trying to facilitate here just doesn't really where no one's really interacting with all the social stuff so it really it makes it really difficult as a solo player to just jump in with someone else who might be doing the same dungeon you can't really do that yet so I think that's something they're trying to add. It's, it's shit like that to make it really difficult to play or to make any progress when it's difficult to party up with people. So yeah, it, that's, that's what I think about Diablo. So it's a great game. Just play the campaign. You can do that solo. And then after that, just maybe, I don't know, wait for them to update.
1: See, that's my problem. Like once I beat the campaign, I would absolutely get stuck. Like that loot trap of yeah. just like grinding for loot like <laughs> that that's me that I recognize I have that problem
0: yeah which I was doing but I just wasn't finding anything that had the shit on it that I needed so I just got frustrated I'm just like I'm just gonna stop I feel I feel like they're gonna change Of I feel like they're gonna change a significant part of what I'm complaining about Pretty soon, because it's just it's it's stupid. There's one viable build for the sorcerer, and everyone's using it. If you're not using it, you're fucked. So,
1: I heard about that. Yeah, (laughs) there's only like one, like really viable way to play the sorcerer right now.
0: Yeah. So, um,
1: other than that, eventually, you also played Shantae, right? Like, yeah, I'm
0: playing Shantae on my Steam Deck uh that
1: game's incredible apgenie hero it's fucking incredible
0: oh you played it
1: yeah i got it on switch like forever ago on sale and that game like specifically like that definitive edition like holy shit, there's so much content in that game dude it's insane
0: i think i think the so there's a bunch of characters you can do there's obviously the the main shantae campaign But then there's also like side characters who have their own campaign. I think they're all kind of just adjacent to, there's not a lot of content actually, but they recycle a lot of content in these other campaigns that, because there's only six stages. So the other characters all have their own thing, but they all go through the same stages. Yeah. Uh, the
1: stages are like tweaked to fit their stuff specifically. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but it's it, it. The the change to the gameplay that it does is like worth it. Yeah. Um, I'm a Devil May Cry player, so like, if when someone says, "Oh, it's a new campaign," but all they do is just recycle the old campaign with the same characters, like I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm not new to that. Like to that format but the, the the changes the characters bring to the table because they need to tweak the stages a little bit to fit those characters uh is really cool. like the way those characters play. like it changes the game quite a bit like,
0: yeah,
1: ninja Shantae is like really fun to play as, like Riskys really fun to play as. like it's um, like, I
0: think
1: they're fun. They're fun
0: it's a fun through. game. It's a very easy game. <laughs> Actually the most difficult part is just there's some really difficult like platforming sections in some of the stages, but other than that, it's a very, very easy game. So... Yeah. It's not... Yeah. It's just... It's a pretty just laid-back, chill, just fun game to play. Almost It's almost like... Yeah, it's
1: not overly difficult, like, at all.
0: The, the main, like, Shantae campaign is almost Metroid... It's like Metroid... It's pseudo-Metroid, because there's, like, yeah. there's six distinct levels, but within those levels are things that are barriered by certain abilities and you can run through each stage with like the base abilities but then you'll pick up a new ability in like stage 5 and you're like oh shit there was a part in stage 3 where I could have used this ability and so you go back and rerun the stage and there's like different stuff to find so it's pretty cool it's pretty good Really easy to collect everything and just yeah. I'm uh I'm enjoying it. I'm on the final level. I haven't beaten it yet, but I'm like at the very final. I got everything. I pretty much got everything now and I just have to finish the game. So it's um it's great. I think it's yeah, like, the
1: game's fun. The game's like super fun.
0: It's like twenty or thirty bucks, so it's worth it.
1: Yeah, it's worth it. It's a good game. I played through it, I had fun with it yeah I think it's good as hell like I'm not not like a huge fan of the Shantae games I gotta sit here and be like oh I'm like a Shantae super fan I play it's just like the GB the the Game Boy Color game yeah because that's not what I did I didn't play it till like Risky's Revenge like a couple years ago (laughs) yeah and they're they're good ass platformers man if you like good platformers I think like that's kind of that might be way forward like at their best Like they're really fucking good. Um, I'm still playing Tears of the Kingdom. That game's still fucking incredible. Like,
0: yeah, <laughs> I need to get back that. through
1: it. I'm just I'm discovering new shit. I'm playing. I'm playing through it, and I'm learning all this cool shit to do in the game. Like, every time I feel like I figure this game out, it just shows me new, more cool shit to play with, and like. My brother just got it, so he's playing through it. And hearing him like talk about it enthusiastically like got me to start playing it again. I took a break for a little while because of other games I'm playing. We'll go into right now and hear my brother like talk about it. I'm like, okay, I got to get back into it now. Uh, how far did you get? Did you ever do like a temple?
0: No, no. I, I was, yeah. I I got I started the Rito stuff the last time I played, so. Like, like the kid, that
1: because the temples are like they—they they feel like proper Zelda dungeons now.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Like my biggest complaint of Breath of the Wild was like how fucking boring the Divine Beasts were. Like they were cool. Don't get me wrong, but like it didn't play like a Zelda dungeon. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're kind of boring. It felt like a shrine, but like bigger. And that's not what these temples are. These are like proper Zelda dungeons. You get like a power up to use at the start of it. And you use it throughout that temple. at the end of it, you get to keep it. And it's really, really cool. (laughs) Like it's it's a lot of fun. It feels like a proper Zelda dungeon now. And the way the game lets you solve puzzles is really cool. A lot of the shrines are like super neat. I love the shrines now. a lot of the Shrines like teach you shit about the game, which is really cool to play through, like. Like they'll teach you like certain mechanics or they'll use like a specific power throughout the Shrine and you have to feed, they get the kind of creative ways to use that power. Like I didn't think to use and this is going to sound silly. I didn't think to use the rewind power to like set off switches. Right. Like it was like a pressure switch. I didn't think to like pick up a block or something, hold it over the switch, drop it, and use the rewind power to rewind it back to when it was suspended in the air and leave it there to trigger the switch for me. Oh. Like, I didn't think about that until I started playing through that dungeon and I came up with it. Or like, using lifting an object, object using rewind to hold it in the air and then using ascend to go through the object. Like, <laughs> I didn't think about that until I started playing through these dungeons, like, at these dungeons these shrines. The game's just, the game's incredible, man. Like, it's it's seriously just one of the best game experiences I've had in a very long time. And it's a testament to the gaming landscape now because here's a game that's been developed for, like, what, five, six years? And it comes out, and it's fucking awesome. Like, it's generally bug-free, uh, nothing, like, really egregious or game-breaking that I've noticed in it. Uh, The game runs really well on the hardware it's designed to, and it sold like what, 30 million copies in the first like week? 10 million copies the first week, something like that? Yeah. Like here's a game that like, no, it's, it's a good ass game and we took our time with it and it came out working as intended. And I'm a little pissed off like other devs can't do that on much newer, much more powerful hardware. Um, but yeah, enough blowing Zelda, because everyone knows it's a good game, so. (laughs) I've also played, uh, I'm on Devil May Cry Kick, so the, the DMC Devil May Cry reboot was on sale, so I picked it up, and that's, like, it's not bad, like, a lot of people, I talked about this, like, last show, like, a lot of people are super mean on the game for, like, no reason, and it's still a decent game, it's a fun action game. Uh, the the dialogue's a little like edge lordy, but the game itself is pretty fun. Like it's a fun action game, and I, I, like I think everyone was too was too hard on it when it came out. Uh, what I really want to talk about, so I, I finally like really started playing cassette beasts. And for those of you who don't know, like, this is a game I was excited for for a little while, but it came out at like really bad timing when the game came out because like I was in the middle of my move. I just bought a house. And then after that, like, Zelda came out, so that took up all my time. It still took up a lot of my time. But Cassette Beast finally dropped on Xbox a little while ago, so I'm like, okay, I'll download on Xbox and play for a little bit just to get into it. And, yeah, the game's fucking incredible, man. It's, it's legitimately got a good story, so already it's like I had a Pokemon <laughs> in a sense of, like, you know, being a game. And on top of that the mechanics of it are so much better than pokemon is like so it has type advantages right but it's got a whole new system on top of this so they're just doing more damage which would have been fun if they just did that they're just like hey this this attack does more damage against this type of monster it's got what they call i think they call it their, their chemical reaction system So certain elements not only do more damage or less damage to each other, but they also react off of each other and can do all kinds of things. They could could cause status effects, cause buffs, cause debuffs. Um, I saw one, if you use a fire attack on a wind enemy, it causes an updraft and gives that enemy like an air shield for three turns. (laughs)
0: Like
1: little things like that. If you use fire on a plastic enemy... It doesn't do more damage, but it melts them, quote unquote, and changes their type to poison. Wow. If you're if you attack a fire monster with the poison ability, uh the poison like fuels the monster and gives it increased speed for the next like couple turns. So little things like that are like really neat in the game. Like that's something I thought was really, really cool to be able to do that. If you uh If you hit, like, a metal monster with poison, you poison-tip it, so the monster now has uh, contact damage every time it does a melee attack. And it's it's really cool the way the game works. Like, it's something I wasn't expecting in the game when I picked it up. But it's really neat. Like, it takes a while to get the hang of, but when you start seeing, like, how these effects can totally change the game up, like, it's really, really cool. Because now you're not just trying to hit with the strongest attack you're also trying to keep in mind of like oh if this thing hits me it's going to slow me down for the next couple turns not only am I going to do less damage but not only is it going to do a lot of damage but it's also going to slow me down for the next couple turns or um you know, in the uh, in the older in the Pokemon games, if your level was high enough, you can just overpower monsters, even if they were they weren't weak to you or you're they're effective against you. Now with those buffs and debuffs, it does it might not be worth it to like hit that monster. Even if you can one shot it, if it causes a debuff on you, you might want to avoid hitting it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's really neat the way it, it works.
0: Does it take into account if it's like a ranged attack you're using? Like, say, yes. you, like use So a there's ranged and
1: melee attacks. Okay. Yeah, there's ranged and melee attacks, and some attacks do so like that that contact damage, for example, if you have a metal monster and you hit with a poison attack, doesn't matter whether it's ranged or melee, that monster has contact damage. So for the next like three turns, anytime it it does a melee attack, or a monster does a melee attack against it, the the uh the other monster takes contact damage of, uh, poison. So, now it's like, oh, now this, like, this fucking melee wall has this, like, poison contact, so now I gotta resort to using ranged attacks so I don't get hit by that poison contact. It's, it's really cool the way it works, dude, and that's not even talking about the captains, so the game has its own version of gyms called, uh, Ranger Captains, right? But, they all have their own gimmick uh it's not so much about like a type but like a monster and they'll have a certain gimmick with that monster um like for example there's this one monster called uh, a a tardigrade. it's a tardigrad but with an astral typing and what that does is its whole move set is around it's got low speed but high defense so its whole thing is like being a wall and it's got skills that make it fall asleep. And while it's sleeping, it can like build up more AP, which is like the points you use to cast abilities. And it's, or it could uh, heal itself while sleeping. Now, sleep works really interestingly in this game. Like in most games, when you're sleeping, you can't do anything, right? Like, that's the thing. You're asleep, you can't attack or defend or do anything for, like, a set amount of turns. And this game is a little bit different. When you're sleeping, it changes your move set. So you lose all your moves while you're asleep, and you have three moves. Uh, sleep Talk, which is a range attack. Sleep Walk, which is a melee attack. And Summon Tolpa, which is, like, an attack that summons, like, a spirit guy to, like, fight with you. Now, the gimmick is that all those abilities have a 1% accuracy. So they do very good damage, they're very effective, but the accuracy is only 1%, so you might as well just, like, call that turn wasted. If you can pull off one of those moves while you're sleeping, great, but you can't rely on it at all because it's only a 1% chance of it actually doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, all battles in this game are 2v2. That's another thing that separates it from Pokemon, so you're always going to have a 2v2 fight here. And... This guy, his whole gimmick was, like, oh, he's, like, a sleepy, lazy captain, so his monster is a star So he's using abilities to, like, attract my attention, you know, pull attacks towards him. He's sleeping to regain his health. But his partner is casting an ability called Sure Shot, which makes his next attack 100% accurate. (laughs) Uh. So suddenly, now, like... I'm like, oh, fuck. Now I got to deal with him, like, being able to pull off these attacks. And these these have high damage. Like, they're like 100 damage. And to give you an idea, like, a standard attack is like 30. Like, your standard non-resource-costing attack is like 30 damage. So this dude's able to pull off these attacks, do a ton of damage with them, with 100% accuracy because his partner's, like, buffing him up.
0: See, I like that. I feel like Pokemon, even when they did do, like, the doubles and triples shit, it was always they always acted as an individual It never felt like they were ever buffing each other or working as a team. It was just like, well, I'm here and you're here. We got two Pokemon, you got two Pokemon, let's just kill each other. It didn't really seem as tactical as as that. Yeah,
1: this one's very tactical. Like there's this one character who's like whole gimmick is that like her thing is on chance. So she has a lot of abilities that have a chance of effect. And they're like really good chance. Like they cause a status effect or a debuff or buff her or even attack again. And she has abilities that buff those chances up. So you gotta take her out like quick before she can like buff herself up enough that she's almost guaranteed to pull off some of these, like some of these uh chance abilities. It's really, really cool the way it's handled, man. Like I'm super into it. And it doesn't all and also like uh, the characters are super interesting. So the world the of cassette beast is this weird like alternate reality people are waking up in. And from the demo I made it seem like, oh, these are people from like all across different times I'm getting stranded here. So people are like talking to each other, making references and like I'll talk about the internet and people will be like, What's the internet? What is that? Um and but you also learn that like not only are they from different points in time, but also like different planes of existence. So some characters will like reference like a music album, and other characters will be like, "What are you talking about? That song wasn't on that album, or the artwork didn't look like that." That uh, kind of lets you know that like, oh, not only are they from different time periods, they're also like different like timelines. At least it seems like. Yeah. Um. And. You can get party members, too, and you can build a relationship with them, and you can play through certain story quests for them, and you learn more about them, and they're all super interesting. This is, like, a really, really fucking good game, dude. And that's not even going to talk about, like, the ability. So every move your monster gets is called a Sticker. And those stickers are what give your monster their moves. Some of them are active abilities. You know, you use them in a fight. Some of them are passive. You know, they work in the background, do things like increase damage when your health is low. But every sticker you unlock for that monster, you can peel it off put on another one. Now, certain monsters can only take certain stickers, but you can take stickers, mix and match them from monster to monster, and do some crazy builds with it. And stickers are a resource you could find, too. So every sticker you find has a chance of being a regular sticker or having some added effect to it. Like, oh, increased damage if your speed is higher. Or after you use it has a chance of, like, poisoning a monster. Or for every empty sticker slot, the sticker does 2% more damage. Um, you can get these random stickers that are just st- standard abilities that have these added effects on them that seem kind of random. And you can mix and match those. And when monsters level up, they have a chance of getting like a regular sticker or some sticker with added effects. And I was even talking about bootleg monsters, which are like this versions <laughs> of shiny monsters. I like that. But unlike Pokemon, yeah, but unlike Pokemon, where shiny Pokemon are just the same thing but uh, different color schemes, these monsters are different typings, so they can learn different moves. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Yeah, yeah I need, dude. To, I need to play this it's fucking good dude it's really fucking good and the puzzles are legit like really good too Um, oh my god I can't even describe like how much fun I'm having with this game dude it's it's, it's an RPG ass RPG like I feel like I feel less like I'm playing Pokemon and more like I'm playing Shin Megami Tensei if that like gives you an idea of like what to expect here yeah And it's as challenging as you want to make it. So you can go into the options menu, you can adjust adjust puzzle difficulty, um, level scaling, even AI-like intelligence. You can even uh, uh, modify the intelligence of opposing monsters. So you can make enemies as smart or as dumb as you want them to be. Um, I have everything set to default right now and it feels pretty fair with the way it works. Um Also, even the way the game uses energy, because in Pokemon, each move has what are called like power points. So some moves have like five power points or like 30 or 20. And every time you use a move, you use up a power point, right? That's the idea. And so you can't like spam these moves if you're going through a dungeon, you can't spam a lot of your moves because then you won't have enough points to deal with it later. In this game, they it's a refillable gauge called AP. Every turn you get two AP and you can use that AP to use your move. So you start with two at the start of it. So you can use like two AP moves from the start of a fight. And at the end of the fight, it doesn't matter if you spam it, because like, that's refilled throughout the fight, right? So there's some encouragement there to just to not use to use like some of these skills to use some of the stronger skills initially to get the fights over with, or even save up, uh, those, save up those skills so you can build up enough to use a really powerful move. And it's really, really cool. The way the game plays, dude, like I can't, I'm not doing justice really describing it. Um, but it's really, it's really, really clever. The way the game handles it's, uh, it's RPG system. Um, I really like, how fun it is how good the story is i'm actually like really invested in what's going to happen next um the characters are all super interesting and they have their own like motivations for doing what they're doing oh and even then when you beat i forgot to mention when you beat a captain you can find this resource called fuse material you can use that fuse material to spend in back at the at the starting town to unlock perks for your character things like discounts at shops or faster ap gain or starting fights with a uh, higher ap and the really good stuff you gotta beat a certain amount of captains to get it so you're not just collecting gym badges to get to the end of the game now it's like oh here's some perks you can get yeah. for beating all these captains and you can fuse your monsters with your partner. So that's a thing. That's <laughs> like a whole other mechanic. I don't have time to talk about right now. But as you start to develop the relationship with your partner, you can fuse the mon- your monsters together and create even more powerful monsters for that time. And depending on how good your relationship is, the stronger that fusion monster ends up becoming. And there's a whole fucking bestiary just for fusion monsters, by the way, So that adds, like, another 400-something monsters to the game. Um, If if you're a big, like, you know, completionist, (laughs) there you go. It's just, there's so much here. This game is very, very special. And as someone who grew up with Pokemon but wanted to see it evolve, this is it. Like, this is the evolution that Pokemon needs. Uh, If you like that Pokemon... Um, mechanic, if you like Pokemon as a concept but don't like what Nintendo's doing with it, this game is going to tick a lot of the same boxes for you, but also like challenge you as an adult RPG player. Um, There's even multiplayer co-op, local co-op is in that game too, since the game, you always have a partner with you. You can play local co-op on that game too, so... (laughs) another reason to like pick it up um as far as i know there isn't like any player versus player connectivity yet like trading monsters um battling other players but to be honest because the game itself you can make some pretty broken combinations it's not balanced to be competitive it's balanced to be like you know a role playing game so i don't yeah. mind that so much but i can't like fight other people with my monsters cuz you know, that'd be like putting player versus player in Final Fantasy ten or something. Like there's no there's no reason to do that. It would be really unfun with how broken you can make the game. Um I talked about this game enough. Again, cassette beast, it's incredible. Go pick it up. It's on Game Pass or PC and Xbox. Even if you don't have that, it's pro it's like what, twenty, twenty-five dollars on everything else. Just go play it. It's a fun game, very deep, very methodical, and I love it, man. I love it so much. Uh, moving on. We have a lot of stuff happened since our last show, but what we really want to talk about is the Starfield Direct that happened the other day. Yep. Honestly, uh, so I just want to talk about this for a while, because this game looks cool. Uh, let's start off with uh, a piece of news has been making uh, a lot of rounds lately, but the game's going to be running at 30 FPS on console. Um... A lot of people just viably pissed off about it. I heard one take that I almost agreed with until I put some actual thought into it and I realized, no, it's a dumb fucking take. That's <laughs> uh, IGN of all places, so... Okay. <laughs> they tried to argue that, yeah, the game runs at 30 FPS, but like, look at like how open the game is. Look at that scene where that guy has that room just for cheese, or not for cheese, for sandwiches. <laughs> like, you know, with that kind of freedom... It's gonna, it's gonna be a struggle to run it at anything more than 30. So I'm okay with putting up with that.
0: That's a dog and shit take. That is a dog, shit, a dog shit take. take yeah. I will, I will at use first that. I
1: was like, okay. I'll, I'll at use first, that defense I,
0: in other aspects, but not the frame rate.
1: Yeah. At first I was like, okay, that, that makes sense. I put thought into it. I was like, wait a minute. No. Cause like the Xbox series X is supposed to be the most powerful console on the market right now and you're not pulling 60 fps on that um other games other bethesda games had those same mechanics and they were able to pull off 60 fps on console and yeah that's a dog shit take i was really like at first i was like okay i could see that but then as i thought about it i was like no that's i fucking mean lips dumb. will be
0: their Especially excuse for <laughs>
1: exactly, especially when like, if you remember when the Xbox Series X was like announced you know, they announced this is the most powerful system uh, on the market, we're designing this to be the most powerful system you can buy uh, We games can reach 120 FPS on this uh, games can run 60 FPS at 4K on this and I haven't seen any games pull that off yet <laughs> um, yeah yeah. So it's,
0: the the problem is, I I don't have. I'll start by saying that I don't have an issue with it running at thirty on consoles. Yeah. I don't have I don't have an issue with it. I got a
1: PC.
0: Yeah. Well, exactly. I'm gonna be playing it on PC, where you should be playing these games anyway. But yeah, I I, I will say the thirty FPS is is fine as long as the game is good, right? Yeah. As long as it's good yeah. and it's playable and it and they've optimized it for playability at 30 FPS, then it'll be fine because, yeah. you know, we get to sit here. That, that's what I was going like, to we say. Well, like, you mostly 30, but yes. Like, that's the thing. <laughs> like, Tears, Tears of the Kingdom can... can look how the way it looks run the way it w- runs but since it's a good fucking video game yeah. yeah since it's a good fucking video game nobody really cares right it's a good video game first and they've they've optimized that part of it and it can run however it needs to run or look how it needs to look to maximize the the playability or the gameplay aspect of it so I'm fine with that. Everything they've shown from this game, I'm like, I'm on board with all of this. So yeah, it can it'll look however it looks. It can run however it runs. But it's the game here that I'm 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 with. So, but I think that on the other side, it is a problem. It's a problem that we we're, we're so hyper focused on this fucking 4K guys. Everyone needs 4K HDR, fucking quality graphics and all this shit motion blur and it's like no one like I think the biggest lie that's ever been told is this like 4k bullshit where no one's really like 4k I feel I still feel like 4k is really not mainstream yet even though they want to sell you and market you this idea of like 4k this is what you want it's like not what really anyone really cares about I mean you can make a good looking game at 1440p, at 1080p, yeah, and people will be absolutely fine with that. And then you can have your, and then you can still crank up the graphics even more. And just have a lower resolution, and no one would be have an issue with that. And then at the same time, you can also have a higher frame rate at the same time. So I think I think the the bigger problem is just this lie that they're trying to convince you that 4K is this hugely sought after fucking feature i you can just look at even on pc like the the steam survey that that they do every season everyone's still at like 1080p or they're doing like multi-monitor 1080p like 4k 4k still isn't even mainstream so i I don't know why they keep targeting this shit when people really don't give a fuck about 4k so i think that's the bigger issue
1: Yeah, it's not like this mainstream tech yet. And it's, you're right. It's interesting that a lot of these developers, uh, want to tackle that when it's not that common. Like I don't own any 4k displays. I don't have a 4k monitor, I have a 4k TV. Even if I did have a 4k monitor, honestly, I'd probably still be playing a 1080 to get like the max frame rate I could. Most,
0: most people's, most people's best display in their home is their phone
1: yeah oh yeah absolutely and it's funny to get caught up in the finer performance stuff um when it's not even that feasible for most people um but what they showed off on the game though like what you can do in it the uh amount of freedom the way you can build your character out Oh man. <laughs> I'm excited, though. I'm yeah. still excited for it, because I'm going to play it on PC. You know, the best way to play it. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about really early on, like, the first, like, minute, 40 seconds. We're talking about, oh, this is our uh, first, like, new world in over 25 years. But it's not just one world. It's over a thousand worlds. Yeah. I'm like, are you being literal right now? Like, there's a thousand different, like... Or they, well, keep, explore in this they game? keep saying
0: that over and over. There's like over a thousand planets. I don't know if they count moons in that because a lot of the planets are going to have moons. I don't know if that's counted in a thousand, but they say a thousand planets, over a thousand planets. So.
1: Yeah, that's why like, can I kind of see what that like looks like? Is it like No Man's Sky where these are randomly generated or... Yeah. Did you actually go and craft a thousand worlds? I doubt you did, but... No, they
0: explained they explain how that works. They explained it in a the thing. They said... I don't remember. They said that all of the planets are procedurally generated. They have a system okay. that procedurally generates the planet, the terrain, the landscape, all that shit is procedural, but they've handcrafted a bunch of content yeah that yeah. will that is randomly for every player once you approach a planet it's randomly generated and then those events are randomly sprouted across the planet as you approach it so even okay. even if two players go to the same planet in their games it's going to have different shit on it
1: i like that okay okay I admit, it's like a 45 minute presentation. I watched I it like seven times. So I so. the whole thing.
0: Yeah, no, I couldn't watch the whole
1: thing. <laughs> um, I got a couple things into it. Um, I got super into like the character creation and the skills and stuff. Yeah. Um
0: the character creator like looks the, like dog shit, by the way.
1: It looks like dog shit, but I mean I think most Bethesda character creators are kind of like that. <laughs> um yeah. what I do like though is like what do they call them? They're not perks. They call them something else, but you can basically take on these, like, I think they call them perks, these aspects of your character. Like
0: perks or skills or I think skills.
1: Yeah. Or you can take on these, like, aspects of your character creator, like their background. So things like, you know, the adoring fan, which is like a reference to, like, what was it? Oblivion? <laughs> I yeah, think. yeah. 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 Um, there's another one where you're, uh, was that we had like a bounty on you so you had increased like stats but randomly like like hit squats could show up and randomly try to kill you throughout your entire throughout your game yeah. um it kind of reminded me of like fallout new vegas because that had a lot of the a similar aspects so you could take yeah. on like all these like feats that like gave you different traits but they also had a drawback to them so stuff like oh uh Increase like what was one four eyes or it's like increased intelligence, increased uh, like a bunch, increased a bunch of stats.
0: Subes if you're wearing roblox Subs the Roblox. soups is- the Roblox is in chat. He said first. Oh,
1: hello, soups Hello, soups but, yeah, like, New Vegas had that, like, four-eyes skill. Very where it's, like, New you increase Vegas. your stats, but it lowers your not. Yeah, but it Even lowers your stats if you're not, like, wearing glasses. It's
0: wh- One of the things no one's talking about, actually, is how New Vegas-y, how much they're going back to the classic. The, the character doesn't talk. I, no one's talking about that. Yeah. There's no voice dialogue for the character, which is great, because I hated that in Fallout 4. Not that I didn't think it would be a big deal for me, but that was one of the things when I play like a psychopathic murderous, you know, idiot. I I kind of don't want my character going, "Where's my son? My son!" When I'm like this, like psychopath raider girl, yeah. You know? So that was kind of that took me out of it a little. And then just like the the speech checks, the 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 way the camera zooms in on the on whoever you're talking to in the in dialogue. Like that's very that's very fallout esque New Vegas y type shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's very old school RPG. Um it's not gonna be like as brutal as a bunch of old school RPGs I think. Like this seems like it's gonna be like an action game primarily with a bunch of RPG aspects to it. But I'm okay with that. Especially since like these skills can get so varied, like Going through that point where they're talking about backgrounds and stuff, like, oh, it's crazy. Like, here's some backgrounds that have, like, skills you can start with, or you can, like, choose some skills from a list. Um, Oh, my God. There's so much cool stuff, like, to, to look at here, dude. I can't wait to see, like, how this game plays out. Um, also, can we talk about the aesthetic really quick? What do they call it? Like, NASA punk? Is that what they call yeah, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah which is, like, I've never heard that term before. They just made it up. But basically the idea is that, oh, these are, like, realistic, (laughs) quote-unquote, like, space travel. Um, So stuff that, like, you could actually see happening is the idea here. Like, they're kind of bulky, very big uh, spaceships with, you know, standard, like, LED displays and... I like it. I like the look here. I like the look I, a lot I of it. I like that they have that the, really
0: they have a really grounded idea of what they want the game to be because they're not going yeah. into this. A lot of people were like, "We're the where are the aliens. I wanna I wanna fuck all the aliens." But I think yeah. that's not really what they're. They're not going for like a Mass Effect type shit where it's just all these aliens and shit. It is more of a realistic approach to what our own universe is like or what we what we already imagine it to be, which is like we're probably the only that we know of intelligent life forms that exist. So there's not gonna be all these crazy alien life forms you're gonna be having discussions with and talking about their how their cultures are and shit like that. They're they're not really doing that. At least it doesn't seem like it from or what they show.
1: Are, or if there are, let's be realistic here, like if there is, like, life out there, it's going to take in a totally different evolutionary path from us that it's going to be something we probably can't even, like, comprehend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. every alien, we see every intelligent alien in, like, sci-fi is, like, a bipedal, green skin. Yeah. You know, they look like humans, but we're going based on our limited imagination of what sentient life looks like to us. And like, that doesn't always mean that that's what they're going to look like. You know elsewhere
0: yeah yeah so i want I, to see a
1: sci-fi game where the aliens are like fucking crazy where they <laughs> look like just completely fucking cthulhu creatures but they're like totally sentient as just as intelligent as we are but they had a whole different evolutionary path than we did so they're not bipedal they're not like human looking they probably yeah. would speak with mouths well, like thing, we do like mass effect like we do
0: mass effect kind of has some of that kind like... of it's like the the Hanar. um, you know, like they've got like that race that just they don't really speak and they speak with like emotions almost.
1: Yeah, like the Elcor, they don't they don't have like yeah they don't have like emotions in their language because they speak through like what how do they describe it? They speak through like pheromones or something. Yeah. So when they talk to people, they have like a chip that like translates that to text. To, to dialogue, but they can't display emotion to say, like, what they're feeling. Yeah. Like, I want to see stuff like that. Like, I want... Because that's, like, an outlier in Mass Effect. When, in reality, that should be, like, the standard. Like, there's a whole other planet, like, millions of light years away from us that have taken a totally different path of evolution, of existence than we did. Yeah. So they should be, like, completely unsimilar to us. Like... In every way, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah that's, that's what a, I want to see more that, of. that
0: level of that level is just. I think it's unrealistic to expect from a game like this, where it is so yeah. vast and procedurally generated that I don't yeah. think you could. You could probably handcraft some of that stuff, but it should. It would just be way out of the scale of what is going on here. So. I can, yeah, I can understand
1: what is here yeah but what is here though is like super cool I kind of got sidetracked I talked about like the stuff that could be but what is here is fucking cool like <laughs> there's a lot of content to play through here the combat looks fucking fun like let's be honest here it looks like a fun yeah. game it's got jetpacks in it so that's cool fucking more games need jetpacks
0: yeah yeah I'm I'm like oh god i i i I fully plan on just cranking this to the max difficulty which i never do in these games but i just want to crank this i want to know what happens when you die i mean no one knows really but you know but i like in this game i just want to know what happens there's so much stuff that they haven't talked about or shown yet i still feel like they they got they still have aces up their sleeve that they'll come back in like a month and be like, well, here's some more info that we didn't we've been holding back, because, uh, like I want to know what happens. Like, what happens when your ship gets destroyed? Like, can I just exit my ship? And if it gets destroyed, like, what happens? Do I have to just? Am I just out the ship? Am I fucked? Um, it's like shit like that where I'm just still curious about how it all works. Um, it's like the ship. Speaking of the ship, like the ship crafting is insane it's insane it's awesome like you piece together these pieces on the outside and and it affects the inside the interior of the ship as well so you can create these these spaces uh your ship is like your mobile home almost
1: yeah it's so cool <laughs> i've never seen anything like that before like this is so neat man it all exists in this like three-dimensional space right like it's not like
0: yeah
1: it's not like uh how can i word it um yeah, like a gummy it's not ship like XCOM. On... yeah uh like the, the gummy ship in kingdom hearts he yeah, has an actual ship you could like That has form and function like you're going to be able to go through it your crew's going to be in it you're going to sleep in it you're going to eat in it you're going to fuck in it like this is your home (laughs) and so you got to build it out to keep that in mind i'm just building this aesthetic putting a paint job on it saying what it's going to look like this is like where you're going to live and the internals reflect that with where you place everything how you place it down so i got to think now like how is that actually going to run like you know they were showing off like some of the ships they built like oh i built the mech like how yeah. is that gonna fly is that gonna affect like, how it flies now like if you don't make it aerodynamic like i don't know like i, I don't i'm probably putting more thought on this than like there actually is but i'm like I'm 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 impressed to see this um i really want to see like more of that ship building um you know like people are gonna make flying cocks with this game like you know what oh, yeah. i know it like oh yeah
0: i mean then we're gonna <laughs> have to go far that's that's one of the big things about that gets me excited is even even with the mods the mod support that this is gonna have to fucking just thinking about that made me uh, jizz oh, in my yeah. pants because I was like there's so much stuff here that modders can just add on you can just be the guy that just makes ship parts you know what I mean you can be the modder that's just like just loves ships and you can just make ship parts and just, sh- and just share that with people
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, or you can just be the guy that just makes like weapon attachments you can just be the gun guy it just makes like there's so much content in the base game already, I'm sure. But even with mods, it's just going to be even so much more that you, you just it just is going to bog your mind. So, yeah,
1: dude, I, I can't wait for this game. There's going to be such cool, so much cool stuff here in the game, like what the community makes with it. Um, this seems like the game that, like. That fucking game Obsidian did that was like their take on Fallout. You know what I'm talking about? Outer Uh, Worlds. Outer
0: Worlds, yeah.
1: Yeah, this is like the game everyone thought Outer Worlds was gonna be. (laughs) And Outer Worlds is a good game. Get me wrong, I think it's a pretty good game. But like you're right, like Outer Worlds didn't have that like that Bethesda like size and scale. Yeah. Uh, which I didn't think I missed until I watched this, and I was like
0: oh my god. Yeah. That's the other thing is they're making a sequel to that game too, so I don't even even know what that is going to be when we've got this. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I just don't like, what are they going to do with that? But yeah, I mean, maybe they just, again, they just make a smaller game again, maybe, you know. So I'm just just much more scaled down and, and more focused. But this is what I want, though. This is this is what I wanted out of Mass Effect, out of Destiny, out of No Man's Sky, all in one.
1: Yeah. And you can do that in here, because they've already gone through, like, there's a ton of things you can do. You could like, trade with other ships, or if you want to, like, fucking raid them, you can do that, be a pirate if you want. Yeah. Um, You can shoot ships down and, like, sell their scrap. Like... <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can do here if you want to play it that way. And it's really cool to see, man. Um, God, I'm super into this. Like,
0: I was just I was kind of hoping that there would be like a multiplayer component to this or something like in the back of my mind. I was thinking, oh, this is what this is what followed for Fallout 76 was testing, right? They were like just using that as like a test bed. For some actual multiplayer shit right here, but they haven't, they haven't said, they haven't come out and said any of that. But <laughs> that that yeah. was in the back of my mind it was like, oh, Fallout 76 was just, yeah, that was just the beta test for this. Uh,
1: yeah, but, but they haven't announced anything yet for it. Um, Honestly, I don't mind if it doesn't have this like massive multiplayer system like 76 does. I prefer like more like two to four player co-op, maybe like invite some friends to play with you instead of having like followers. Well, that would yeah. kind of fuck with the story a little bit. If like you didn't have followers anymore and you just, it was you and your buddies going through the campaign.
0: Yeah, there's just, there's just so much shit yeah. that I'm like, it would be a bummer if there's no one to share this with. I don't know. It was almost like. It was almost like, well, you're doing all this, but surely there's like you could invite someone else to kind of help you or I don't know. In in the back of my mind, I was like, this should be at least like two people should be able to do this, but
1: Yeah, I agree. But what's really cool, though, is like this game has Oh, I haven't even talked about the combat yet. It has a ton of different weapons to choose from different combat options. It showed off, like, later in the combat description that, like... In the combat description that, like, oh, like... Ballistic weapons, like, can push you around in zero gravity and are yeah. less stable, but energy weapons don't have that kickback, so you can use them in zero G, like... And the gravity's different for every planet, too, so, like, <laughs> that's gonna fuck with the combat, too. It's, like... Oh my god! There's so much stuff here. Like, I'm like smiling, like thinking about all the stuff we can do.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my god, dude! Like, <laughs> this is incredible, man. The combat looks really good. Like watching them like fly around in zero G with a jetpack on, just shooting dudes from the air is really cool. Um. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there's there's I, a lot to talk about. But I just I'm I just want to see
0: I just want to see the because yeah again there's so much shit that i i that they haven't shown like at the very end they tease like you have like a magic power where the guy like holds his hand out and everyone just fucking explodes and you're like what was that and then they just go well thanks for joining us and you're like wait a minute what was that like so there's still more in this game that they haven't shown so i'm 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 still excited to see even more of this it's it's this has been my most anticipated game for quite some time, and then after seeing this, it's solidified. I I I pre-ordered it. Yeah, I'm not fuck. I'm the piece of trash that that pre-ordered this game. So
1: why would you pre-order it? It's gonna be on Game Pass, bro.
0: Because you don't want that version. You don't want that version for for the sake of modding. You do not want the Game Pass oh. version. Yeah you 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 have to have the it's the way like Skyrim's on Game Pass uh like Fallout 4 is on Game Pass those versions are not moddable at all so okay
1: okay yeah. I'll
0: give you that yeah so I'm like yeah I have to buy this and yeah it comes with the the expan- they already have an expansion that's uh announced so yeah this this is this is yeah. this is this is it, man. You're never gonna see me again when this comes out. I'm I'm gone. Yeah,
1: dude. I'm I'm excited for this coming out. Uh, what September?
0: September. If you pre-order it, that's the other thing. If you pre-order the whatever edition, you get five days early. So September first.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. Yeah. I'll play it on Game Pass when it comes out. I um, know this this, this this looks this looks good looks incredible. It's very expansive. There's so much thought put into, like, every single aspect of this game, dude, like.
0: It's, I mean, (laughs) Todd Todd Howard's been saying that he's always wanted to make this game since he's like, this is like his dream game. And you can kind of, you can tell that, you can tell man, that they've, at the very least they've learned from all the previous games, they've learned what Makes a good Bethesda RPG, and they're taking everything yeah. they've learned. Even a lot of names. I I like that they've shown all of the the developers and the and the um you know the people working on the game. They showed them like talking about it, and you can tell that they all really care about what they what they're working on here, because it it really shows. So. It just it, it really seems like this is something coming out of passion. You know what I mean? I like to I like to see that. So, um, I yeah, think... yeah,
1: same. I love seeing the the passion in it. I love seeing every time they talk about a feature, like everyone's so excited talking about a feature. Um, and I'm like excited, like here I'm gonna talk about it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like there was a part like this is going to be this like huge game that like that I, I can't wait to experience man.
0: IGN did an interview with Todd Howard where they asked him what his favorite thing is because he didn't do one in one of these in the in the super cut at the end and they asked him what his favorite thing that happened to him when he was playing and he was like he said some shit that you didn't that everyone didn't understand was possible. I guess he didn't even know it was possible when he was talking about it. But he was like, yeah, I was on a planet walking around and uh, a pirate ship landed and started attacking. And we were like, well, okay, I didn't even know that was a thing. You didn't show that happening. And then after that, he was like, yeah, so I started attacking shooting them back. And when they landed, I ran into their ship and started shooting them from the ship. And then the ship took off and then I was, at- I- and then I was in space and then... I think everyone who like read that part of the interview was like that can happen he, he even says in the interview he was like that can happen i guess that can happen and it's just like everyone thought there was like a loading screen in between the you know you take off and you land from the planets everyone thought there was like a loading screen or there was a thing that happens like you can't actually do that but it was just interesting that he didn't even know that you could just i guess it was that seamless i don't know i don't know man this game is just like the way they're talking about it it feels like we still don't know what the fuck this game is even though they've shown so much and that's cool like the okay on the on the watch not on the watch but like the they show this watch here but the watch is the compass in the game and if you look at the compass yeah. in the game there's a there's a, uh, there's like health and like oxygen meters and there's uh CO2 meters and shit like that. I think the CO2 meter is like your stealth bar. Oh, you know what? That's probably your health. Like the oxygen is probably like your health bar. Any other ones, probably your stamina bar. Now that I think yeah, about probably. it, I didn't think about that, but I, I thought it was like a survival thing. Like if you're caught in space without your ship or something. You're like your oxygen is gonna deplete until you find something but it makes more sense that it's probably just your health bar
1: we don't know like they said there's a lot of stuff they haven't talked about yet yeah They're probably like wait to show that stuff off later
0: because yeah i was thinking maybe um, it would be like survival aspects you know how it is in, in no man's sky where it's like some hey, of these my, environments are hostile
1: assuming, yeah i wouldn't be surprised they put like a survival mode in there like you know fallout how Fallout uh, New Vegas and Fallout 4 have, like, a hardcore mode.
0: Yeah, You have to yeah. pay
1: attention to, like, food, water, and survivability. I wouldn't be surprised they added an option like that later. Like, yeah. You know, or if it's a selectable option at the start of the game. Like, I don't know, we'll see when it comes out. There's still a lot they haven't talked about yet, so I can't wait. Like, I'm, I was... When I heard Starfield coming out initially, I was like, hmm... Another Bethesda game, okay, whatever. And, but after seeing this, I'm like, fuck. I'm like super into it now. Um, yeah, dude, bring it on. I can't wait till it comes out. I'm gonna play the shit out of that when it drops too. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm I'm upgrading my PC just for this game. So
1: do <laughs> <laughs> we know the uh, spec? The uh, recommend the recommended specs for it? They
0: do have it listed on Steam, and actually. For the first time ever on steam there's for storage it says ssd required well I don't, know if oh, that's the, yeah. I don't know if that's the first time ever it was the first time i've seen that it says ssd required on steam even for the minimum requirements so that's very yeah. interesting considering not even uh not even rationing clank said ssd required and you would expect you would expect that for the shit that it's doing with the load times and shit so i'm curious about that
1: oh yeah i want to see how like how that comes in it's interesting to see that i have never seen ssd required on like anything before yeah Ooh.
0: So Ooh, I know I don't, Star, Star Citizen requires an SSD. Now you can play that game without an SSD, but you're gonna have a bad time.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's not like it's explicitly required, but it's more like you're gonna you're gonna want one. So yeah. Um.
1: Yeah.
0: So. That'll be, that'll be interesting. Again, there's more to this game that they haven't shown. So we talked about, and that just makes me even more I wonder curious I to
1: upgrade my rig. Now I'm <laughs> running a 2070 and they're recommending a 2080. So I'm like, Oh, I should be fine. Right. No, probably not. I'd probably Do be fine.
0: Time. Like it's, I mean, it's targeting 30 FPS and shit. I mean, if you want to play it at its full glory. You're probably going to want to upgrade, but play it on your Xbox.
1: Fuck that. <laughs> I've been meaning to upgrade my card for a while. I can probably find a thirty-sixty for, well, if I'm going to upgrade, I might as well just go all in, right? Yeah. Just go into like the 40 series cards. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, now I'm thinking about like upgrading my shit, I really don't want to start thinking about that because <laughs> <laughs> that's just like, ah, uh, damn it! <laughs> now I don't want to think about this yeah, shit. Yeah. I don't want to, have to upgrade my shit. I really don't want to upgrade my shit. Um, I mean, you can
0: see how it runs when the game comes out, or I, I, I'm sure there'll be like yeah. reviews that say, you know, you're, you're this this scales pretty well on whatever hardware you got
1: yeah yeah i can just wait till it comes out and like put some money aside up until then like every paycheck put like 50 bucks here 100 bucks there yeah so way, when it does not if it doesn't run it real well i can just have the money aside to upgrade my shit but we'll see see what happens um yeah dude, this game looks incredible i can't wait for this to come out um Anything they put out, talk about this game, I'm going to be watching with very deep interest. Yes. Yes. Uh, So, quickie news. PS5 game streaming news update for premium members. They're adding PS5 streaming to PS5 consoles only. That's...
0: Yeah. What? So, this comes in from... They they put out... They they announced, like, the, the game catalog update for June... And then I guess in yeah. here is like some, like an anniversary of the play, the the new PlayStation plus anniversary. So they're like, uh ah, yeah, we're going to, we're going to announce some stuff within this thing. And within that they announced streaming. Uh, where is it? Oh, they didn't, they don't even have a headline for it. And it's just like, Hey, you're, you're going to be able to stream some shit from, from PS five, you're going to be able to stream PS five games to your PS five. And then, so when I read that, I was like, why, why would you do? Why, why even bother? What's the point of that? What is the yeah, point exactly. of that?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Like why? If,
0: even if you're the kind of person that has, I don't know, bandwidth limitations, wouldn't it be worse if you're streaming? Or I guess maybe you have storage limitations, but uh do you really want to, like a degraded experience with streaming i just don't I just don't understand why you would want to do that when you already have the p s five and you can just play the fucking game, and yeah, there's also exactly. there's also games that are already on the catalog too, so it's not like. It's not like games that are not available anywhere else, but it's on streaming. It's like, no, these are already, you can just, you can just download these already, but you're streaming. So, I don't know. Maybe if you just want to like try it for like a couple minutes and be like, ah, I don't want to waste time downloading this. I guess, but that's not really i i i was hoping that they were going to say you were adding it to the pc streaming you you do you you could stream on pc it's still you can still do that uh but i don't think there's ps5 games on there though so yeah maybe maybe they're just testing stuff i don't know but the thing now if you're excited for yeah. that you can do that
1: yeah, if you're, if you somehow you got a PS Five, there's a game on there you don't want to buy. I guess you you can stream it, but their their yeah, whole
0: streaming thing is very yeah. poorly conceived. I think when when they have this this dedicated streaming handheld, you're like, you guys are missing. You you guys are missing the what's happening right now on the streets. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and they seem very like far behind of what everyone else is doing. Um, we'll see what happens, man. Like, I doubt it's gonna like get anyone's attention. Um, Steam Next Fest is gonna be from June nineteenth, June twenty sixth. Yeah. Uh Sabi will be doing a demo derby marathon Tuesday, June twentieth. Yeah. Uh, I'm off Tuesday, so I might hop in and hang out with you. Depends on if my son wants to be cool or not. Um <laughs> No, we just got him his uh just got some uh shots. He just got took some shots and oh, nice. uh and uh Yeah not got like alcohol shots but like, you know, vaccines and other stuff. And yeah, he's he's not taking it well. <laughs> that kid is like not happy with that trip to the doctors um so we'll see actually tuesday i might have to take them in to get like, a covid vaccine so we'll see what happens um Oof. yeah 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 but, so we'll see what happens uh if not i'm say for a little bit
0: lot of get demos up already i got the lies of p demo ready to go
1: oh uh, i tried playing that it's fucking hard as shit <laughs> Like <laughs> I I tried playing it dude. I really did. I tried to like like it. And I'm like, I'm not having fun here. I was getting my ass kicked. Oh. Um What well, do you like- it, It's it's weird because it's weird because like the, the main like <laughs> the main stuff is okay. Like just the enemies aren't giving me problems. When I get to a boss, I get my fucking shit pushed in. Like, I was playing through, I was like, this is a pretty easy Souls-like, I was feeling. And then I got to a boss, and it fucking hand- handed my ass to me, dude. And I'm like, okay, this is like... The difficulty scaling here is like insane, going from like, regular enemies to a boss. like well, this that's is... what
0: that's what's supposed to happen.
1: But with other Souls games, it's kind of hard from the beginning. So you get an idea of like, what you're getting into. But with this, it's like, oh, this is kind of easy. I'm not really having a difficult time here. And the boss comes in and fucking ruins my whole day. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think I need to be in the right headspace to try it. Like, I don't know what it is with these types of games, dude. Because like, I don't mind like hard games. Like I said, I don't mind a challenge in some games. But something about Souls games just—they don't vibe with me. I don't know what it is. Um, I don't know if it's the combat or what. But no, this is a lot faster than like other combats. So. Mm. I don't know yeah I don't know what it is um yeah
0: well we're gonna be doing yeah. that on Tuesday hopefully my graphics card is here by then but yeah. if not it's whatever but yeah I got that demo uh, I got then, um, right. just ant just ant I got that they showed that off during the Microsoft <laughs> showcase the Xbox showcase which is the was it's a don't not joint that we didn't know was coming Oh just, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It's yeah. a uh, the, the climbing game. Um that's on there. So there's some stuff on there already, even though it hasn't started yet officially.
1: Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, there's some cool stuff on there. Um do you know if that Banishers game is gonna be on there? That's another don't not game that like it was like an RPG. <laughs> yeah i think that's what it was called hold on
0: that don't nod
1: yeah hold on what you say?
0: banishers ghost of new eden
1: yeah yeah there it is i was trying to find it
0: oh it is don't nod what the fuck i don't even know i I, I haven't even heard of this What the fuck is this
1: really (laughs) it was uh they played it uh I think it was at the Summer Games Fest presentation, like last week, week and uh-huh. a half ago.
0: I mean, I didn't, I didn't watch everything that was going on there during this.
1: I had it playing in the background, and yeah, this came up, and it was like from Don't Nod, and I was like, okay. And then I started seeing the gameplay, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, this is like an action game. I mean, it looks like a really good action game too. Um, yeah, I guess I'll keep an eye open for that, the Demo Derby Steam Next Fest.
0: Yeah, it almost I'll looks it like... i keep an eye open there's anything yeah. like
1: it's worth checking out.
0: I don't know why, but it looks like to me, like, uh The Order 1886, remember that shit? For some reason, the main character looks like that guy.
1: The main character looks like that guy, but the gameplay kind of reminds me of, like, God of War. The camera's oh. a little bit farther away.
0: Interesting. Don't not is like stepping it up. Why the fuck? Who who they got working on these shits? They have three games now.
1: That's what I'm saying, dude. They're not like a huge developer, right? So, know. you know what? It kind of reminds me of. It reminds me of like, um, God damn it, those those uh, the Mordor games because you got like this ghost with you.
0: Oh, like Prince of Persia.
1: Yeah, I mean, sure. uh no like mordor the the lord of the ring games yeah from uh wb yeah Yeah, because you got that that ghost with you um but the combat kind of reminds you of like the new god of war with the way the camera but the camera looks a little farther back
0: yeah definitely
1: so i don't know yeah i don't know like i thought they're not a huge developer right so like who the fuck is making these um Oh well, whatever. Um, it looks cool. That, that that definitely caught my eye <laughs> when I was uh, watching that uh that uh Game Fest. But yeah, Steam Next Fest June nineteenth, June twenty sixth. Be here to watch Wasabi. Bernard, I want to marathon June twentieth. Like I said, I might hop in, say hi, know how my son's feeling. Um, here's the spot where we talk about trailers and videos, but there's nothing specific we put up here yet. Um, a lot of stuff came out, but we can't realistically talk about all of them. So, yeah. Um. Oh, uh, that PC show had some really cool stuff, but not enough was shown off to like really get me excited.
0: Yeah. I was just yeah. I I spent my time just watching that Starfield. I watched that like nine times. Like I even like I even like <laughs> I even did like frame by frame on some sections. Like when they were looking at the skill trees. I like frame by framed it because they like moused over a lot of the stuff but didn't show any of it. But it all like popped up so you yeah. can see the descriptions. Uh, so I like frame by framed a lot of it. <laughs> I fucking dissected the fuck out of that shit. So,
1: um, they did announce. Uh, I think they announced Path of Exile too, PC showcase.
0: Well, that was announced for several years now. They've announced oh, that. They <laughs> an actual like trailer yeah yeah, they they announce that every year uh yeah so i've been wanting i've been wanting v2 of that for a while the problem is we don't we still don't know when it's coming
1: it fucking looks like diablo have you seen it yet
0: yeah well it's always looked like diablo
1: they've they've upgraded more like Diablo. they're they're
0: upgrading the, the graphics significantly uh, and like the speed of it, they're upgrading the graphics and the speed. It's gonna be a lot faster.
1: Yeah, but this specifically, like, like if someone had told me this is like Diablo Four or like an expansion for Diablo Four, I would have believed it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, they they keep showing teasers of this. This is this is just another one that is a bummer, man. Because I really I like Path of Exile. I like what they're doing with two. Which is just it's just gonna be an add on for the the base game. It's just gonna it's Oh gonna yeah. Be, it's just gonna be an update. Yeah, like so you know, like Overwatch two it's technically just the first game just updated. But yeah, it's I I want it I want it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did, me too. I'm just looking for like a really good ARPG to, like, play right now, but I don't think I'm going to have that till I play Diablo 4. Um, but, yeah, there's so much stuff to talk about. So many trailers have come out. Uh, let us know if there's anything you guys want us to talk about specifically, but I said we can move on to, like, game releases. Unless there's something specific you want to go over.
0: Um, The only thing I'll talk about is the Ubisoft shit. Ubisoft showed... I didn't put this, I didn't put this in the notes. I didn't put anything in the notes because it was just so much bullshit that yeah. ultimately I don't think I really care about it that much. If I'm being honest, a lot of shit got shown and Starfield was like the only thing that I was like, yep, that's that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> Aside from like the indie shit, but uh you know the indies always they've been killing it for a while. But Ubisoft showed like this this avatar game. Is anyone excited for fucking avatar? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> that movie, like, I feel like that movie was just like it was okay. Like the original movie, I didn't feel like that was a thing that you could just build a franchise on. But I guess that's what they're doing. So when Ubisoft shows, the
1: potential's shows... there to build a franchise off of it because the world is so like big. Yeah. But I don't think the interest is there to build a franchise on it. Is the thing,
0: it, or is it because they're that's what they're doing oh so now it's like this game is coming out and it's like it's a far cry
1: yeah
0: it's a it's a first person
1: basically
0: it's a first person avatar game yeah which when you think about Wish. that
1: I'm yeah like, there's a big why <laughs> yeah uh like the whole point of like avatar is like this big cool blue alien thing and to yeah. not be able to see that is yeah. like why?
0: <laughs> but um, it's like Far Cry. It's like it's like Far Cry mixed with like if it was like a first person Horizon. Uh, and that's what the game you is.
1: Just say it, it's a Ubisoft game. It's an open world Ubisoft game, but with an avatar skin. Like
0: yeah, yeah, that's, yeah.
1: That's what it is. Like if you played an open world Ubisoft game. That's what this is. It's first. It's it's a it's a avatar mod for Far Cry. Um, I don't know. I'm probably like being kind of harsh on it, but with, Ubisoft has this like kind of copy paste design to one of its open world stuff that I, I really don't care. Um, when a new when a new uh Ubisoft game gets announced, I really just couldn't care less. But this looks really cool. Like. No, it doesn't. I'm trying <laughs> to find a it, it looks very generic. Uh, I watched both Avatar movies. I saw the first one back when it came out. I fucked up and saw it at home on, on my, like, TV. So I couldn't see what the big deal was. Uh, I saw the sequel and, like, IMAX 3D. And that was cool for, like, the experience. But after I left the movie, I was like, all right, I'm done. Um <laughs> A lot of people were like super into it, and we're like, "Oh, I'm just like sad. I can't go back to that." And I'm like, "Really though? Like, are you really?" Um,
0: yeah, it, you, hear, like, movie. you hear a story of people. It's like, man, I watched it 17 times in the theater. Man, it gets better every time. And I'm like,
1: "No, it doesn't. What? It, <laughs> it does not. That is not the kind of movie that holds up after multiple watches." That movie, you got to watch it like one time, the best possible experience, like 3D X, like. XD, whatever, IMAX and then like you sit there, you watch it in that cool tech and after that like you never think about it again after um, like I said, I saw the sequel and it was like, it was okay but that movie definitely ran on a lot longer than it needed to um, Yeah, and I can't imagine like being that into it to like go get a game but we'll see, I guess. Like, maybe there is, like, a fucking, you know, uh, market for these. But I don't know. Um, yeah.
0: Um, yeah John I, Carpenter
1: has a game coming out that looks cool, Toxic Commando. I put a thing in the staff chat. Oh. Honestly, it looks like Left for Dead, but John Carpenter's name's on it, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those of you don't know, John Carpenter's a huge, like, horror movie director. He directed The The Thing remake way back when. It's one of my favorite movies. Uh, he did uh, Escape from New York, one of, another one of my favorite movies. Um, fun fact, he's actually, like, a huge gamer. <laughs> I didn't know that till like, a couple years ago. But, no, that dude fucking loves video games, and he's always wanted to do, like, a video game movie. Yeah, and uh, he's got a record saying he would like he would love to do a Dead Space movie, and I would like suck dick to watch him do a Dead Space movie, if I'm being honest with you. Um, but oh, this, uh, he's got this, this game coming trailer. out of Commando, yeah, he's got this, this game that's being worked on by uh Sabre and uh Focus Interactive, yeah, and I don't it's... know how much how much call he actually has in the game, his name's on it for marketing stuff, or if he's actually like helping with it. At least maybe some music. He does music too, so But
0: whatever. Yeah, it's hard to really tell what this game is. I did I did see this and I thought it was interesting. Um just yes, it seems like a more open Left for Dead. Yeah. Just from like the vehicles and shit. But it's hard to really tell what the fuck it is.
1: Yeah, so that's why I, I want I'm kind of interested in it again, just because like John Carpenter is like one of my like idols. That man has made some fantastic movies. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like I said, you know, fucking Halloween, Escape from New York, The Thing. fucking Big Trouble, Little China, They Live. Uh, John Carpenter's Vampires also came out in 1998. One of the best vampire movies, like, ever. Go watch it. Uh, Did not age well, that fucking movie, like, at all. (laughs) A lot lot of problematic language there. Uh, Hookers get smacked around a lot in that movie, so if that's, like, a trigger for you, like, don't watch it. But (laughs) the game is very disrespectful to women. Or that movie is very disrespectful to women. It's 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 probably one of the better vampire movies I've seen in a very long time. Um was I going with this yeah <laughs> he's got a cape coming out Uh we don't know a lot about it so they come out 2024 but I just want to talk about it because anything that man works on to pay attention to um some game releases uh aliens dark descent is dropping June 20th for fucking everything um that's like that twin stick shooter game right
0: yeah I don't know what that is is
1: it a twin stick? It's like an isometric. I think it's like an isometric shooter. It's it, an action game. I dude, know what that. The fuck it's not like Based.
0: This is the third. Dude, everything's being made by Focus Entertainment right now. They're like publishing everything. This, the fucking John Carpenter gang they were on, and the Don't Nod game.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. They also did a bunch of Warhammer stuff like Bolt Gun and Necromunda.
0: What else did they do? Oh, yeah. they're Ramping up right now? They're just publishing everything they can get their hands on?
1: That's what it looks like.
0: Um, this looks like that game that came out. It, you remember when, like, oh, no one remembers this. Back when Steam, like, first became Steam uh, and started, like, publishing other, other games on there or selling other games on the platform, and there was one game that Valve made called, I think it was called Alien Swarm. And this looks exactly like that fucking game. And it was a Valve game, too. Uh, uh, people forget about that, but it was like, it was I didn't know that game. basically yeah. this. It looks exactly like this. on to Alien Swarm. Go
1: Holy on. shit. Yeah. It looks just like this. <laughs> well, I can see that, like, the problem with Alien... Is that Alien itself is so iconic and inspired so many things that pretty much anything out there having to do with, like, sci-fi was probably inspired by Alien, whether they know it or not. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised Like Alien Swarm was like, oh, here's, like, an isometric action game inspired by Alien. Yeah. And then here's an action, here's an isometric action game that's, you know, part of the Alien franchise. I would, I'm not surprised they look similar. Um, so I'll give this new game the benefit of the doubt, but this game came out in like 2010. And it doesn't look like much better. And it doesn't look that much worse than like what Alien Dark Descent looks like. Um,
0: yeah. This looks okay.
1: Yeah, it looks okay. Like, that's what you wanted. Um, the thing I don't understand is that, like, it says it's an action game, and it looks like an action game, but the tag for it says it's an RTS. Which, that's, that's not what it is, right? Like, it's not an RTS. Uh, or is it? Maybe it has, like, kind some, of a maybe, small scale? Yeah,
0: maybe it has one of those systems where you, like, pause the action and then, like, set shit up.
1: Yeah, so that's what it looks like. I'm looking at it here. It's got, like, a small-scale, like, RTS system to it.
0: This game is forty dollars.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean XCOM's like sixty dollars, so I'm not gonna be like
0: Is this single this is single player, so that's that's probably the thing is you have you have this squad and you probably like set them up and issue orders. Yeah.
1: In real time,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like. But yeah, you can check that out when it comes out uh June twentieth on like everything. Um on the opposite of the spectrum we also have Crash Team Rumble releasing on PS4, PS5, Xbox One and Series X. Yeah. Basically everything but PC and Switch.
0: Which is a bummer. Um, like this, yeah. Two very important platforms I think when you put out a game like this. Oh, this is a 30 hour game. So.
1: Yeah, it's like a I don't want to say a Smash-like, because it's not, like, 2D, like, Smash is. It's not, like, a like one of those Smash-style games, but it's it's definitely like a party, competitive party game. It reminds me a little bit of, like, Power Stone, maybe, but, like, less intense. And with multiple, with teams of players.
0: No trailer um, on this page.
1: I, yeah, I had to pull it up on YouTube. Um...
0: I hate... Uh, using Steam has made me hate every other storefront, dude, for games. Like, yeah. give me a trailer, give me, like, reviews on the page, give me everything oh, yeah. I need to know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, we'll, we'll see when this comes out. I don't think it's gonna be like this this hot new thing, but... Yeah, it looks all right. Um, June 21st, you got Dr. Fetus Mean Meat Machine from Team Meat that's coming out on... Got pretty much everything. Yeah, everything. PS4, Switch, PS5, Xbox One, Series X, PC. And yeah, you ever played... uh, (laughs) You ever played... um, God damn it. Dr. Robotnik's mean bean machine that looks very similar to that, but Yeah. Like a platformer almost? Because you're Oh cause yeah. there's like
0: it's got yeah because obstacles and shit in the course.
1: Yeah. That you have to maneuver through, yeah. It's not only are you like trying to like line up blocks, you're also trying to avoid these obstacles too.
0: I was never good at these game these like Doctor Mario games. Never good at them. I
1: thought I was good at them, but I'm not. <laughs> if I play anything like harder than like normal, I get my ass kicked. So <laughs> I'm definitely not good at these. Like Puyo. There's like, a meta to these that I don't understand.
0: <laughs> there was uh they put out this Puyo Puyo Tetris game where it mixes, it combines Tetris and Puyo Puyo. And
1: I heard about that.
0: Really good at I the Tetris fun. part. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> because yeah. you can, you can play you can either choose to play just puyo puyo or just play tetris or there's a mode that combines them both and the tetris pieces can like crush the puyo pieces or they can like interact with each other in different ways it's like it's really well thought out really well made
1: yeah let's check it out i heard good things about it but yeah. again i'm not good at these types of games so yeah yeah this looks cool anything like anything that these devs put out honestly like i love me some super meat boy so anything like attached to that i'll probably check out um up next also releasing june 21st Final fantasy 16 i forgot that was coming out like super soon dude Um,
0: (laughs) if there was if there was anything that would get me to buy ps5 it would be this the way people are talking about this fucking game
1: Dude, I know! I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, everyone's talking about this is the next coming of Jesus or something. And it looks good, don't get me wrong, like, but I can't try it. I don't have a PS5, so I can't try the demo. Yeah. Um. But I've heard, like, everyone is talking about it. Like, there's a lot of YouTubers I follow that are like, oh, Fall Fantasy hasn't been good since 10, and they play the demo, and they're like, holy shit, this is incredible. <laughs> so... Yeah, man, we'll see when it comes out. Uh, if there's anything that to buy by PS5, it definitely would have been this. Um, I'm going to have to wait for it to come out on PC like a year later at full price because that's how fucking <laughs> Sony games roll.
0: Yeah, but Square has been when they do put it on PC, it's usually the best version. It'll have all the yeah. bells and whistles.
1: Yeah. So we'll see when it comes out. Um, I'm not going to pick it up day one. I'm going to pick it up on PC like a year later um and let's keep this don't not trend going another don't not game releasing june 21st harmony the fall yeah. of reverie for ps5 and series x this is like what i expect don't not to be doing yeah you know
0: it's like and this is the, the what the only game they've announced this they've had this announced for a while so you thought it was the only game that they were doing yeah. so you now they got
1: like a bunch of games coming out uh, yeah so, um, go check that out when it drops June 21st. Another, you know, don't nod, story rich, choices matter game. So. Actually, this
0: is already out on Steam, I guess. There's already reviews, it's mostly positive.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. It's already out on Steam. Yeah. Looks like it's just coming out the console there.
0: Yeah. So, I guess it's good. It's got an huh. 83, 83 yeah. on Open yeah. Critic.
1: Yeah, I guess it is good. Huh. Um, what else we got here? Uh, we also got
0: Sonic Sonic Origins Plus.
1: Yeah. yeah sorry I got distracted, something else. Uh Sonic Origins Plus is coming out for PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Is this an update to the No, that was Sonic Mania that I was thinking of. Yeah. Wait, what's Sonic?
0: So what's, what's Sonic Origins? Good question. It's a remake of Sonic one, two and three. And CD. Is a remaster. And oh,
1: what's Origins Plus then?
0: Origins Plus is an update that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it, it adds 12 Sonic Game Gear titles. Oh, so it adds Sonic Drift 2, Sonic Triple Trouble, Tails' Adventure, and more.
1: Yeah, Spinball's on here. Uh, uh, oh, shit. Okay.
0: As Amy Rose is playable, playable Amy Rose. So just adds more stuff.
1: Okay, well there we go. That's pretty cool.
0: It's a ten dollar expansion.
1: Really? Wow. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The reviews on this are mixed, like why?
0: Yeah. For the for the base game.
1: Yeah, that's what it looks like. Oh well like this looks cool like if, if i was a sonic fan i'd be super excited for this um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's gonna do it for the show everybody that's everything thank you yeah. everybody for coming in to say hi and listen to us talk about starfield forever <laughs> um oh, this has been cool i can't wait for that game um is anything you guys want us to talk about you know let us know in the discord uh, Wasabi will we, tell the people where they can find us in a little bit. But yeah, come check us out in the Discord. Rick Ryan, we'll get to talk about Sabi. Do your thing.
0: dot com reverse.com, slash Twitch. com slash YouTube. Gamerverse.com slash Discord. Hop in the Discord. Talk to us. Have a chat. Stay a while and listen. <laughs> Play some Diablo with, if I, if I can get a group with this Diablo guys, and we just run some dungeons, I would love to do that. Um,
1: (laughs) Eventually. Eventually. I'll (laughs) Diablo 4 eventually.
0: You're going to never see your child again, dude. After Diablo, is going to be over. Dude, there's a, there's actually, I'm going to talk about this for a second. There's on, on the subreddit, on the Diablo 4 subreddit, now they've gone into uh dads. They're saying Diablo 4 is a perfect dad game. And yeah. there's this whole fucking thing of people going back and forth about dads and Diablo. And someone put up this this huge post about why Diablo 4 is the perfect dad game. And I'll I'll post this in the uh <laughs> in the stream chat so you can have a little read. But it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty dope. It's pretty good. But
1: I'll yeah. check it out. <laughs> I'll see what I like. like I don't think any games are like really good dad games because like you know knows that a baby knows how much attention a baby needs. At least my son needs a lot of attention. So but I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah. This is it, everybody. Thank you again. Bye-bye. No, sorry. What are you going to say?
0: No, nothing. It's just there's good back and forth (laughs) between the dads and the non-dads about how terrible it is or how great it is for dads. That's all. Oh, shit.
1: The fact (laughs) that you can't pause it already makes you think this is a bad dad game. (laughs) Like, if you can't pause it. But...
0: (laughs) Yeah. But that post that yeah, posted that's something. the that's the latest post yeah. from uh from a dad about why it's good. So I'll check it out. That's all.
1: I'll check but, it out then. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> As a dad, I'll see what they tell me.
0: That's all. Um Tuesday.
1: Tuesday. Demo Derby.
0: Demo Derby on Tuesday. Demo so join us for the demo derby it's gonna be 12 straight (laughs) hours of this video games and uh it's always a blast always find some good stuff in there that i've never heard of before so join us in there and chill out and uh yeah that's it guys
1: be cool everybody be safe be excellent to each other uh yeah we'll see you guys next time same bat time same bat channel